the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. rolling into the weekend here and what a weekend we're about to have southern california is going to get even more beautiful this weekend with phenomenal weather we got high surf crazy watching uh, the big waves happening up at maverick um get a get a chance if you need to take your mind off of what happened in dc today just for a few moments go and google that i love me some big wave surfing who remembers uh was it wide wide world of sports when i was a kid that used to broadcast big wave surfing i think so the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Oh, there was a whole lot of people thinking they had a th- they had reason to have some thrills of victory today in D.C. with the second impeachment of President Trump. But was it really a defeat for them? Who really was victorious today? We're going to talk about the impeachment. We got much to talk about tonight, particularly the way to go forward for the MAGA movement. We've got Julie Kelly, author of the book Disloyal Opposition, will be here to join us tonight. And she says that this Capitol riot, she's got an article out on AM Greatness saying that this Capitol riot has is being used by both parties to cover up the big lie. And you're going to hear what she has to say about what is the big lie coming up a little bit later on the show. Uh, it, I, I am in the habit of giving out the phone number at the top of the show, but I'm going to save it because we want to we want to give you some good content first. But then we want to hear from you. So we're going to give the, the phone number out in a little bit because I do want to know what you guys are thinking and how you're feeling seeing our president being impeached. Not it, it's not completely done yet. Y'all know the process. It goes to the House. They introduce the the articles, the the resolution. Then if it passes there, then it goes to the Senate. Um, but he was officially impeached by the House of Representatives tonight. How are you guys feeling about that? We want to hear from you a little bit later in the show. But now you're going to hear from my man, my partner in crime. It's DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. We're putting the interests of America first. They're part of a long American tradition of proving democracy's critics wrong, of showing that we have the courage to stand up for what is right and what is necessary. I keep playing that, Andrew, because it's it's, it's very fitting. We have to stand up. We can't stop the good fight. And I have to tell you, with what happened with the impeachment process today, it made me sad because I've listened to the audio from President Trump uh, at the rally in D.C. over and over again. Various shows have been playing it. And he wanted nothing but a fair election. He wanted nothing but people standing up for what is right in a peaceful way. He never once called for violence. And the fact that both sides are using this as a spin is disgusting. Yeah, it absolutely is. This is a sad day for this country. And while I believe that 
And and by the way, this is a sad day for, for America. Not just this isn't just about the Democrats. OK, this isn't just about the Democrats. Both sides. This is both sides here. This is an incredibly sad day for this country. This is the first time in history that an American president has been impeached twice. And it's been within a year. And both times that he was impeached, there was transcripts exonerating him. Let that sink in for a moment. And I don't want to hear that there was only 10 Republicans that voted for this. Uh, That was 10 more than it should have happened. And oh, by the way, this impeachment would not have happened had they done their jobs. And we're going to talk to Julie Kelly about this a little bit more uh, throughout the show. This impeachment couldn't have happened tonight had the Republican Party not paved the way for them to do this to our president, who is absolutely innocent. He was falsely accused of a crime today. And now it's yet to go to the Senate in order for a trial to occur. And Mitch McConnell has said he hasn't decided yet whether or not he would vote to convict. The only thing the president, Andrea, is guilty of is being patriotic. Well, what he's guilty of is being an outsider. He's guilty of coming to D.C., running for office to drain the swamp and hold the swamp accountable. Everything that the Republican Party and the Dems don't want. And let me tell you, there was some there was some good moments today by Republicans, but I don't care about speeches anymore. I care about action. There needs to be action. Everybody's pointing out all the hypocrisies, how we had the summer of violence going around in which 60 Secret Service agents were injured in the course of trying to protect the White House, which was threatened by Antifa. And, and you know what? We all know, you, those of us who have been paying attention, we know well uh, uh, the violence that occurred across this country by Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Talk about an insurrection. They literally took over an entire neighborhood and called it Chaz, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, to set up their own government. And yet nothing was done about it. What did the Republican Party do in response to Black Lives Matter protest in which businesses, they're all hysterical over the Capitol that was breached. Oh, my gosh. Well, how about you caring about the businesses that were burned down by Black Lives Matter, business owners that were murdered by Black Lives Matter? And how did the Republican Party respond by bringing Tim Scott out to do legislation for police reform, rewarding them for it? But then how is the response? And oh, by the way, after you have seven months of rights that get rewarded by the Republican Party, then you're saying that rioting and damage to buildings is going to get you something on the other side. So the now's what's what's the response after they enabled both parties enabled this behavior? Now it's to label every Trump supporter as an insurrectionist and a domestic terrorist and allow us to be punished. This is an incredibly sad day for this country. And on the heels of it, how did our president respond? He did a video tonight calling for healing and calling for peace in this country. What else do they want from the man? They want blood. They literally want blood. And it was it was good that he did it, but it's not going to satisfy anybody. It's not going to satisfy anybody. He said those things over and over again. Yeah. So I, I don't know that that was actually the right thing to do because you can never... You're never, nothing you do is ever going to appease a bully. Nothing you, this is why you don't negotiate with terrorists. This is why you don't pay ransom. It's not going to get you anything. I do like, however, that he turned right around and said, okay, this is, this is me once and for all, finally saying we don't advocate for violence. I'm against violence. Um, you know, um, he, he did go on to say that the canceling, 
the um, what was his words today? Um, the censoring, the censorship, the blacklisting and canceling uh, of Americans and citizens is out of control. It's an unprecedented assault on our free speech. And and for unity to go forward, the solution is to listen and not and, and not try to silence people. I wish he had gone a step further with my idea that I had of which he should say it wasn't forceful enough. And there was nobody that I heard who, who was forceful enough. Well, I'm tired of the examples of hypocrisy and double standard. Why does a hypocrisy and double standard exist? Because we've got a Democrat party that uses every opportunity that they have for power against us. And we've got a Republican party that does nothing. That's why. And when you have Europe, Europe of all of all places coming to the not to the aid of the president, but backing him up, basically saying the censorship of, of your president is wrong. That should tell you something. Well, right. And, and when we are at a place in which the peaceful protesters that anybody now who questions an election result is considered seditious and treasonous and and subject to being punished that's incredibly dangerous and something needs to be done i don't care about any speeches on the floor do something about it and i wish trump had finished his speech tonight with my suggestion which is to sign an executive order making it illegal to on on the part of any business to discriminate anybody against anybody for their political speech that it is protected speech and and that any act of assault against anybody for their politics is now considered a hate crime. Somebody said to me, well, executive orders only work through the federal government branches. Well, this would be enforceable by the Department of Justice. And even if it's not enforceable, even if it's just for show, that's important. Narratives are important. Especially because, you know, the other side would have something to say and it would really show what they're all about well, in their response. Well, right. Well, their impeachment today is for show. It's about ingraining a narrative in the minds of the American people and, and taking action to do that. One of the reasons why they rushed to this impeachment, which, oh, by the way, if you're hurting out there and you're a Democrat, why don't you ask yourself why they impeached the man who was trying to get you two thousand dollars when both parties only wanted to give you six months after nine months, six hundred dollars after nine months. She got this impeachment done in like five seconds while you've been sitting twisting in the wind, suffering under the weight of these Democrats. That's who they impeached today. That's who they impeached today. You proud of that? Why would you vote Democrat on the part of this? And why would we vote Republican going forward when we've got when they had four years of power in which they could have done so much? Think about all the things, all the ways that they could have prevented, not just this impeachment here, but stopped the reign of terror that's descended upon us right now. They could have done it by not allowing, by holding accountable those that committed crimes against the Trump administration by the abuse of FISA courts and the, the illegal investigations. They could, have, they could have fought the culture war and done something about the culture war that's going on. They could have stopped this cancel culture. They could have stopped what big tech is doing right now. And the answer why they haven't is something that you and I have been pointing out here of late all the time because they're part of the problem and they're right there in step with the Democrats. Absolutely. They didn't they did nothing about election fraud. You got you got Liz Cheney today saying I'm not when she calls for her resignation. I'm not going anywhere. You got another. uh, What's her name? Um, I can't. It's. Uh, Hero, not Hirono. I can't remember. There's another Republican who's got uh, two names, um, something Butler or whatever, who said that she doesn't have it. Uh, Herrero Butler. She doesn't have any fear over her decision to impeach today. That's because they think that we Republican voters, we little smelly Walmart, 
you know, uh, idiots and fools and pigeons out in our Hunger Games districts. We're just we're just going to we don't have any other choice. We're just going to flock to them in 2022 out of no other options. Well, let me tell you, we're going to take a break. We come back and we're going to pick up this conversation with Julie Kelly, because let me tell you, we do have options. Even if our option is to take 75 million of us and get and and leave the sandbox and say, you're not going to get another dime. Because if you're going to behave like Democrats, then we're just going to let the Democrats have it all. We got much to talk about, so stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show, and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. A K Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K, whatever you call her, she's on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. So before the break, we were talking about the obvious story of the day. For the first time in American history, a president was impeached twice. This is also the first time in a, that an American president has been impeached twice when there's transcripts exonerating him. He was falsely accused of a crime. And let me tell you, being falsely accused of a crime, uh, you know, is, is likely to become the order of the day. I said early on in this whole FBI, DOJ nonsense that we're all Michael Flynn now. If it could happen to him, it could happen to all of us. Joining me to talk about this impeachment issue and and uh, what maybe could have prevented it, uh, the Republican Party, is Julie Kelly. She is senior contributor uh, to American Greatness, amgreatness.com, as well as author of the book, Disloyal Opposition, and she joins me now. Hi, Julie Kelly. Welcome back to the show. Hey, Andrea. Thanks so much for having me on. Your thoughts, your response to this impeachment today? Just another political stunt, as uh, what my friend Lee Smith, the author, uh, calls the permanent coup. Um, this has been going on now for over four years, four and a half years, trying to oust Donald Trump, kill his candidacy, sabotage his presidency, and, uh, you know, now humiliate him on his way out the door based on phony charges, as you know. But this time with the help of at least 10 Republicans, including Liz Cheney, who is getting retribution for all of Trump's accurate assessments of the dismal, destructive, and deadly Bush-Cheney reign, especially as it relates to foreign wars. So, um, you know, what does this mean? Impeachment now is a joke. It's a constitutional joke. It will be used uh, just as a political stunt. Um, And I don't know what this does for the base. I I talk to regular people and they're infuriated. They're disgusted Mm -hmm. at what the Democrats are doing. And so... Well, I'm here. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your thought. No, I was glad to see the president uh, speak out today, and I hope he does more of that. Um, I think that uh, what I'm hearing from people is that they are as outraged at the Republican Party as they are at the Democrats for this, because it's like you said, it's been five years of coup. I said on a, a TV interview I did today that President Trump is leaving office in the same way he came in, which is uh, in the uh, in um, the under the uh, process of a coup attempt in which he was falsely accused initially of being Putin's puppet and and uh, installed uh, upon working with Russia to interfere in our elections. And then we had multiple coup attempts throughout his presidency. And now here he's on his way out being impeached uh, under the false accusation that he launched an insurrection to overturn an election. And I don't believe that we would be here today. And this impeachment would have happened today. Take the 10 people out, the Republicans, even if none of the Republicans have voted for it, had they done their jobs, they had power. For two years, Julie Kelly, 
Haley. They had both houses of Congress and the White House. And they sat back and they allowed an illegal investigation to continue. They allowed phony FISA warrants to be to be sent to the FISA courts. Nobody was ever held accountable for it. And when you don't hold anybody accountable for that kind of abuse of power, it's going to continue. And then on top of it, when they sat back during the when President Trump was being impeached for the very crime that's soon to be inaugurated Joe Biden committed did the Republican do any party do anything in the hearings to bring the truth to light about Hunter Biden no in fact Bill Barr was hiding the evidence over with that with uh, Christopher Ray and his Department of Justice had the Republican Party even just done one one aspect of their jobs and hold the deep state accountable for the crimes that they committed in the FBI and the DOJ they wouldn't have been doing this today you're exactly right. Uh, I tweeted pretty much the same thing today. Um, we have a co- constitutional crisis on our hands. It has nothing to do with Donald Trump. Had we had any of the Russiagate perpetrators been held accountable at this point, had any of the journalists who uh, published illegally leaked classified information, we now are four years away from felonious illegal leaks of classified information published in the Washington Post about Mike Flynn, then published in April of 2017 about Carter Page. We're talking about FISA warrants, and we're talking about several Obama officials who leaked this to the press. We don't even know who leaked it, um, and let alone anyone been charged with it. So if we would have had a few high-level officials who would have been charged for what they did, as I have argued, committing conspiracy to defraud America, which is what they did, and now what the acting attorney general wants to charge Americans for, for the capital, quote-unquote, speech, um, we would be looking at a much different situation. But, Andrea, you also know I was one of the few people who argued that the Senate Republicans deserved to lose the Senate. I was hoping they would lose the Senate because they should be punished for what they did to Donald Trump and de facto to all Americans who voted for him, especially their support of the destructive and unconstitutional Robert Mueller investigation. Um, And so I'm glad they lost power. They showed their true colors this week. Good riddance. Um, Let's, you know, let's burn the party to the ground. And I've been a longtime Republican supporter. I know you have too. Um, Let's get these traitors out of office and get people in here who will not just defend a president we elected, but defend us and our country and our values. Well, Julie Kelly, uh, author of the book Disloyal Opposition, and she actually has a a blog post out, an article out on AM Greatness called, um, oh, I had it in front of me, um, about the big lie. Um, right. Yeah. Um, what, what was the name of it? I had it right here in front of me. That the Capitol riot is to crush what Joe Biden calls the big lie, which is that there was election fraud in 2020 that helped him get elected, mm-hmm. which, of course, there is. So that's what this is about. They are now going to equate anyone who criticizes the election as a uh, insurrectionist or a seditionist. Yeah. So this and- is- this is about. Right. And, um, you know, this impeachment was rushed before the facts of actually what happened at the Capitol were allowed to fully emerge. We're finding out that it was well planned um, uh, with from a variety of different standpoints. The uh, security was denied. Uh, additional security was denied. We see cops letting people in. I'm not saying that the crime that crimes weren't committed, um, but this was not just a spontaneous thing as a result of President Trump's words that he said. So that's one of the reasons why they rushed this impeachment. But I'm glad that that um, I to read your article and and what it and also to talk about how they deserve to lose the Senate because I got a lot of heat 
from my Republican friends because I was saying, stop Blame, stop insulting Georgia voters as being a bunch of Linwood stooges because they're screaming and yelling over the fraud that was in place in November that was put in place by the Republican Party down there and telling them to shut up and show up is about the stupidest, most moronic get out and vote strategy I've ever heard. And that has been that has been shut up and show up. Ignore how you're being spit on by the Republican Party. And then under the auspice, part two of that is, well, you don't have any other choice. If you don't vote for us, the Democrats are going to be in control. And have they not proven to the American people that when when you've already proven that you're no better than the Democrats, then that argument doesn't exist. And I have been saying for a long time now, and I think that they've proven my point, that at some point holding our nose and voting Republican and showing up and and shutting up and showing up is no longer a strategy. It has been proven we have a one party system. And I've been trying to figure out is the solution third party? And everybody's telling me that we can't do third party, Julie Kelly. Look at what happened with Ross Perot. Okay, well, then then the only other solution is to take 75 million of us and who voted for Trump and leave this party and tell them you're not going to get another dime and we're not going to vote for another incumbent right now. I don't think that there's one incumbent. Maybe, maybe Matt Gates, but that's it. I don't know of any of them that I would vote for at this point because they've all been a part of allowing the the free and fairly elected President Trump to be subject to the weight of of a weapon weaponized government against him for four years, and they've done nothing to, to deal with any of the problems. I mean, after four years of Republicans in charge most of the time, Julie Kelly, look at the tyranny raining down on us. That's been raining down on us from coronavirus, the cancel culture, and all of it. Why would we ever vote Republican again? Well, um, I think that I, I'm not a fan of a third party. I think that we fight to take the reins of the Republican Party because there's just an, a whole apparatus that exists that we can uh, that we need to take over. Um, but look, to your point, I've criticized this Republican uh, Senate for years. I was glad that they lost. Mitch McConnell deserves to. He actually should resign. And now we see him trying to blame Donald Trump for losing those Georgia Senate seats, which of completely on his hands. Um, And honestly, the last minute kind of CYA action by the 12 Republican senators calling for an audit, you know, January 6th instead of November 6th, Mm -hmm. which they should have done. They left Donald Trump and his legal team. They hung them out to dry. You know, Andrea, the best lawsuit that I've seen in this whole process was the one filed by the Texas Attorney General and joined by other. That was the best evidence that something that should have been filed in November. But look what happened. The Supreme Court, three justices who Donald Trump appointed, they they punted. They could have taken that up. They should have had a fair hearing into all the evidence in that lawsuit because it was legitimate, right? It wasn't servers in Germany. It wasn't the Kraken. It wasn't all this crazy conspiracy. These were really illegalities committed in four states that helped Joe Biden win. And the Supreme Court completely punted. So guess what? When the Democrats go back after Brett Kavanaugh, which they are going to do, which Jerry Nadler said they were going to do a few years ago, you know, let's remember that when they had the chance to defend not the president, but the country, they couldn't even be bothered. That's right. And that and it also proves the point that the, that the scare tactics of the Republicans where you have to shut up and show up, put up with whatever crap we do, your, however we betray you, um, you know, uh, and you just got to show up and, it for, and vote for us anyway. Otherwise, ooh, the evil Democrats are going to take power. Well, what have we gotten? Are, are we any better off today? I mean, what, no, we've had we had worse by the Democrats than what we saw and we've seen the past week. 
how how much worse are the Democrats than the Republican Party? They're not. No, they're they're not. I mean, we it was the Republicans that could have re- removed the protections for big tech that paved the way for them to do what they're doing. But but we had a veto proof majority of Republicans who, uh, you know, signed their name to a stimulus bill after nine months. They, they have not spoken out against the tyranny being inflicted upon the American business owner and those suffering out here. No, they they signed their name to a two and a half trillion dollar spending bill that gave far more money to foreign governments like the Sudan than it did to the American people. And I'm not for handouts. I'm for opening up this country and which should have never been shut down in the first place. But if you are going to shut it down, then why in the hell are you not giving, why are you, are you giving more money to these foreign governments than you are to the American people? And the Republicans were in on that. So the, the days of the Republicans saying you got to vote for us because otherwise the Democrats are worse. I mean, it, they've exposed themselves. Thank God for Donald Trump. They've exposed themselves to who and what they really are. And we have a one party rule. But if the if the way to, to revitalize the Republican Party um, is the way forward versus a third party, um, how do we, what steps should we take to do that? Well, I think that you have to pull your donations to this Republican Party for now. I think that there needs to be more grassroots involvement and cultivating candidates, hopefully motivating candidates who want to save run against these. On Republican House members who voted in favor of impeachment. That shouldn't be a, hard, a heavy lift. Um, I think that we need to confront the neoconservative uniparty wing of, of the GOP mm-hmm. uh, and tell them that, look, we are not going to be your rank and file. We're not going to be your foot soldiers. We're not going to donate to you. We're not going to involve ourselves in phony elections that you can't be bothered with exposing real illegalities. And now try to cancel 75 million Americans who voted for Donald Trump and convince us that this election was on the up and up when we know that it wasn't. Um, so, look, this is going to be a long process, um, but people, you know, this has been a very telling two months, but especially the past week. We know who our friends are. We know who our enemies are. And, you know, we need to stick together mm-hmm. and support those 136 House members who wanted to challenge the election results, certainly the 12 senators who did. Because they are not just trying to run them out of the Senate. They're trying to destroy their lives and their careers. And so, um, you know, we just need to keep pushing back and not be silenced and not be cowed by this mob because that's exactly what they want. We need to demand actual action. Uh, I think it was Emerald Robinson who tweeted out the other day that uh, the Republican Party, when they're in the minority, they fundraise over how they're going to fix the problems. And then when they're in power, all they do is have endless hearings and they never they never actually do anything. Um, I, I, I There needs to be a- absolute action on their part. And um, at this point, I, I, you know, I don't know now that we don't have any power or what action they can do to convince me. So I'm of the mindset that I wouldn't vote for any incumbent, including Daryl right. Issa, because I got it because, you know, um, I'm I just I just I, I think we got to burn the party down and I wouldn't well, give look, it. What did Daryl Issa do when he had power? I'm sorry, I'm not a Daryl Issa fan. What did he do when he had power? What did he do with Benghazi? What did they do to hold nothing? And I believe that he was also part of the group that wanted to bury Russiagate. He didn't do anything either. No. Um, So, 
But look, Andrea, from a political, just a tactical standpoint, it's easier to primary these people from a position of weakness than a position of strength, which is why I argue that they should lose. It'll be far easier to primary people like Marco Rubio in Florida as a minority senator with no power, who has no accomplishments, and you get somebody in there who can take him on rather than, you know, he's head of the Senate Intelligence Committee, right. which he was. Um, so it's easier to primary them from a point of weakness than a point of strength, which point. I think is a huge upside of Republicans losing the Senate. Well, I thank you for being here. You're the only other person who said you, besides me that you thought they deserve to lose and, and that it's actually better. And I've actually was saying I actually have been theorizing for a long time that in the long run, we would have been better off if Al Gore had won instead of George W. Bush because uh, and I started saying this around 2006, 2007. Because he he campaigned like a conservative and he governed like like a liberal and exploded government with his greedy geezer bill and took us in these endless wars and uh, was wanting open borders and all this kind of crap. And he destroyed the conservative brand. People actually thought that all of his nonsense was conservatism. There was actually very little daylight between his policies and that of Obama. And sometimes you've got to take a step back. If the Democrats and, and Republicans really are different, then let the Democrats let them have it all. And then you can and then you can say, here's what liberalism is. Look at what they've done. And now we're going to we're going to put a plan in place for actual conservatism. Uh, MAGA was the actual counter to liberalism and the Republicans don't want any part of it. So at this point, Republicans, we don't want anything to do with you unless you are MAGA and we need to take our party back. And so the the current establishment needs to be ostracized. Instead, they're trying to ostracize and turn 75 million Trump supporters into terrorists. Um, final thoughts before I let in this segment. Um, I want to pick up on what you said because sure. this speaks to Liz Cheney's vote. The only reason we got Barack Obama is because of George Bush and the Iraq war. Yes. Without that, we would never have lost the suburbs. That's when we started to lose the suburbs. That's how we got Barack Obama for eight years. That falls on the lap of George Bush and Dick Cheney. She got her little bit of revenge today. Hopefully in two years, she will get her own sort of comeuppance for what she did. Um, But yes, rebuilding, not rebuilding, reclaiming this party it's going to take a lot of work and effort, but they think that we are going to go along with whatever they say and do. And I think they are miscalculating their base once again. Absolutely. Um, in fact, a new poll came out today and 91% of Trump's voters say that they would vote for him today, despite what happened at the Capitol. 73% of them say the election system was rigged and the Republican like Leffler and all the rest of them that magically Lindsey Graham, all of them that used the Capitol right as an excuse to not contest the electoral. They, they want, they want to put this election fraud behind them. 73% say, oh, no, we know it was rigged. Um, 61% say they will never trust an election election results again. 61%. That's huge. 31% say Trump should retire from politics. 51% want Trump to run again in 2024. Final thought, Liz Cheney humiliated herself today. She was Frank the Tank. She thought she was going to lead some major Republican impeachment vote. Instead, she was Frank the Tank in old school, asking everybody to go streak behind him, and he was alone naked in the street. She got 10 when everybody was thinking, all the left was thinking she was going to drag about I I don't know how many dozens and dozens of Republicans with her, and I think she was humiliated today, and um, so I was glad for that. Julie Kelly, I've kept you long. Thank you so much for being here and for your wisdom, and I hope to have you back real soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Andrea. 
All right, stay tuned. We got more to talk about. Like, do y'all know here in Southern California what Disneyland is up to and what's happening with them? We got to talk about that. We've got to, speaking of action, DJ Potato Skins has a story of a new GOP lawmaker. She's got some serious action she's ready to bring to the Biden administration. This might perk y'all up, so stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. A K, dynamite and address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. A topic of the day is impeachment number two as part of coup attempt number. I can't remember the number five in French. Sorry, sue me. Um, You know, yeah, they've made a sham of impeachment. They've made it political. It's supposed to be thoughtful. There's supposed to be evidence. But you know what? We actually, you know, um, I, I say that there were clearly... By the Democrat standards of President Trump being impeached today for so-called inciting insurrection, if the Republicans, you know, um, want to actually win something, um, it's like I was saying at the top of the show, stop pointing out hypocrisy and double standards. There's a game being played and either you're going to get in it. And, or and step aside. Fight, or step aside, okay? So, you know, that when the Democrats have power, they use it against the Republicans. That's why the hypocrisy and the double standards is, is, exist, and the Republicans don't. You know, uh, how come the Republicans, maybe the Republicans should have uh, issued articles of impeachment when uh, Obama was calling um, Cambridge police racist when they weren't, there was no evidence, when he put the targets on the backs of police officers across this country by propagating the live hands up, don't shoot, and six. Cops were killed in, in Dallas alone. Then he went to their funerals and continued to push that out. Uh, maybe we should have filed articles of impeachment when he brought the Muslim Brotherhood with no security clearances to the White House, or maybe when he brought Black Lives Matter to the White House after they chanted in the street, "Pigs in a bank blanket, fry them like bacon." Right? But we didn't do that. Um, okay, so now um, maybe it's time that we we start fighting fire with fire. Stop complaining about double standards and hypocrisy, and actually get in the game. Well, I think we may have a Congresswoman to do that. Tell us, tell us what you found. Very Steve. exciting. You and I were looking a little bit off, uh, off the air before the show, and I thought maybe there's so many rumors that come down. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's, you know, it, it would be nice, but. But there is somebody standing up for President Trump. This makes my heart very happy. Uh, Representative Majority Taylor Green, Republican from Georgia, has said that on the 21st of January, his first full day in office because of abuse of power and ties with Chinese energy companies and Ukrainian energy companies, she's filing for articles of impeachment against President then Joe Biden. <laughs> you know what I love so much about this? is that not just because there's actual evidence of that, right? That abuse of power for Joe Biden as vice president, there's actual evidence of it. It's And it's all on Hunter Biden's laptop. But also because when you do something like this, you, this is about being proactive. This is about, this is about playing offense. This is the stuff the Republican Party should have been doing a long time ago. Absolutely. And it's not only going to put the defense 
uh, put the Democrats on defense, but the Republicans as well, because you know what? This is going to continue to expose. This is continuing the MAGA movement about draining the swamp and about showing who's actually on our side and who isn't. How many other Republicans do you think are going to actually join her in this? The, and we've got to continue. Uh, we need to support this woman like crazy because this is a kind of Republican I can get behind because she's saying, you know what? This MAGA movement continues because it is not about President Trump. The MAGA movement is about routing out the deep state and the corruption It's about having one set of laws, equal justice for all, and that if you're going to lock up Christian Saucier for some photos on his phone, Hillary Clinton should have gone to jail for violating the Espionage Act and destroying 30,000 pieces of property under government subpoena. This is what we need to get behind. And you Republicans, you think... You all think that, that, and somebody tweeted out, Kat Turd, I think, tweeted out, that these Republican, these establishments, they're all uh, hacks. They're all laughing and yucking it up, thinking that we don't have any other option, and they're just going to come to us. They're going to start fundraising. And we'll continue and, to vote for and, them. And, yeah, they're going to start, oh, you know, they're going to go back into minority. You know what? We need you to help us. You know, if you want us to stop this Democrat tyranny. You know, based off those polls you read, I don't see that happening. It ain't happening. No. You want us to support you, you'll support her and her impeachment. You won't be coming up with any of your excuses for why not. Because, you do or you don't. Yeah. There's no excuses for this because what she's alleging, the abuse of power by Joe Biden, exists. And in fact, what she's doing here back when uh, uh, when Trump was impeached the first time last year, a lot of people were saying, that if they were going to go this route, impeaching a president, and by the way, when Nancy Pelosi was handing out the impeachment pens, a flashback, Wineback Wednesday, that was the day in which President Trump stopped the travel from China for the coronavirus while she was passing out pens, celebrating the fact that she was impeaching a president of the United States for doing the ver- for doing what Joe Biden actually was on tape doing. So and people said at the time, if they're going to do this, then the Republican Party needs to file articles of impeachment immediately on the next Democrat president. That's how you fight fire. I'm tired of hearing speeches about double standards and hypocrisy. Speeches don't work, people. Speech. No, we need uh, it doesn't work. All they do is have hearings. This is why I've said for years, stop telling me you like Trey Gowdy. I don't care about sound bites. I care about actions. And Julie Kelly was right. We did not. We had a Republican Party that loves to have hearings. How many hearings did they have about the IRS scandal? And yet Lois Lerner kept her job. The guy who replaced her kept his job. They're still they're out somewhere on a pension right now. Nobody's no no heads ever rolled for the fact that the IRS was weaponized against Tea Party groups. This is how. The Tea Party, everybody's debating now, third party or taking over the Republican Party. I still think a third party could could That's still where my heart is. Yeah, because the Tea Party gave the House of Representatives, we had Tea Party candidates, gave the House of Representatives to the Republicans. The Republicans uh, marginalized those candidates. The Republican Party, John McCain, worked with the IRS to go after and financially hurt any Tea Party groups in order to tamp down the Tea Party movement. And they're going to do the same thing to MAGA at this point. If Ross Perot could get as many votes as he did without any movement underneath him. How do you think Donald Trump? How do you think Trump could do it? I know it's not going to be easy, but maybe... Maybe instead of looking at Ross Perot as an example of a failure and how third parties could never work, maybe look at it as what if we had actually thought, wow, look at how many votes this man got. Maybe if we actually found somebody and and Trump, do I think it would be easy? No. 
I think we've got the right time in this country in which it could actually work. I know that both parties signed the rules of engagement to lock out and make it really difficult for a third party to emerge. But if it could ever happen, now would be the time. And you know what, Andrea, this message that you, that you and I are talking about right now, this isn't just towards the uh, the, the the people that are, uh, you know, Republican, uh, hardworking conservatives, but Democrat, uh, registered Democrats that are fed up as well. Oh, absolutely. Because this MAGA movement is not it's not about Republicans. It's not about Republican or Democrat. It's not. I mean, Trump ended up running on the Republican ticket, which is why he then felt obligated and felt like he had to in order to get elected, work with the establishment after he kicked, you know, all the establishment nominees, aside, uh, those running for the nomination aside. Um but he he one of the reasons why he was able to tear down that blue wall of the uh, of the upper midwest was because he didn't run as a republican he ran as an american that's what that's what put america first is about it's not about democrats it's not about republicans it's about what this country was founded on and the majority of the american people understood that it had become us versus them and that we were the peasants and that we had both parties in Washington selling us out to China, selling us out to this new world order, global reset crowd, to the Bilderberg crowd and they and the open borders and both parties were behind this this uh, bringing refugees here and giving them places to live and giving them free health care and free education while the minorities particularly in this country uh, African Americans and Hispanic Americans were suffering the black vote started to peel off in 2014 as they saw these care Obama bringing these care bans, caravans across the southern border and they were taking jobs of the minorities in this country. So I think there's absolutely, I think that instead of your knee-jerk reaction being defeatist, that third parties won't work, which is which is the response that the GOP wants you to believe, at least we need to be taking some time to think about it and ponder it. Because Julie Kelly's right. The Republicans turn right around and use that Capitol uh, riot as an excuse to not contest the electoral votes. They want to shove it under the rug. Marsha it's Blackman, forgotten about. Uh, they want it all forgotten about. Now the talking points of the establishment today from the Republicans is impeachment. We don't want impeachment because it's going to divide us. We want unity. No, you should have voted against impeachment because it was a false accusation based, based upon lies. It is being used to demonize and punish 75 million voters. We have a movement in this country, believe it or not, Project Veritas uncovered a video the head of the legal department from pbs has said and he's not the only one that says that the children of trump supporters should be put in re-education camps they want 75 million trump supporters and trump voters to be punished and to be pushed into re-education camps that's why this impeachment was done and that's why this impeachment should have been voted against Marsha blackburn and the rest of you establishment Final segment coming up. I'm well past the point of a break, but don't go anywhere because we got more coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back. Don't forget as you're going on this fight going forward to take care of yourself. Get lots of rest, exercise, do what, meditate, whatever feeds your soul spiritually, and uh, just be in good health. We got to focus on that. For me, I take Bounce in Nature, 10 servings of 31 fruits and veggies every day. Go to bouncenature.com, use the discount code HEALTH. 
free shipping, 35% off on preferred orders. Um, I don't know if my, I think this is our friend Alan who's called in before on the show. I don't know if he, how he takes care of himself. Um, hi, hi, Alan. Good to have you back with me. Thank you. I want to make a comment. Marjorie Taylor Greene was interviewed on Sebastian Gorka's show sometime last week. She's okay. very patriotic and very inspiring to listen to. She's, uh, I think, just in her 30s, and she and her husband have a construction business. Uh-huh. And she decided to run, I think, for Congress in Georgia, and, and she won the election. So uh, she's a real fireball. I like her a lot. And you know what? If somebody, if a, if a little gal from Georgia running a construction company can decide, you know what, to get in it and win it, then that's what we need to be doing. We need to be thinking about running for office. Uh, maybe it doesn't have to be Congress um, or maybe not even running for Congress, just showing up at a city council meeting and speaking your voice. And Alan, thank you for sharing yours tonight. We're going to be right back tomorrow. Speaking of uh, Dr. Gorka, Dr. Gorka is going to be on our show tomorrow night. So y'all don't want to miss Dr. G. We'll be here in the house. Love you all. Peace out. Take care of yourselves. Love you all.